Hello there, and welcome to Hear Me Holler. I'm your host, Allie, and today we will be discussing the mysterious disappearance of the Roanoke Colony. It is still absolutely mind-boggling that I am actually starting my podcast. I've been dreaming about doing this for years upon years. Um, and here we are. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that... I, I remember back to the very, very first time that I ever had the thought of starting a podcast, and instead of starting one like this, I actually went on You Now, and every single week I would talk about the local news, not local news, the overall news in that time frame. I was very popular at that time and I'd give stupid little advice that my little self didn't really understand the advice that I was giving I think I was in like seventh grade which is absolutely weird to think that I was in seventh grade doing this and now I am (laughs) going into my first year of college it's absolutely crazy um basically i'm just gonna explain what i'm gonna be doing in this podcast so i am doing this alone however i do plan on having guests once in a while um if they're interested in a certain subject like a disappearance or a certain cold case i will definitely cover that or if they just want to give a little advice on something like starting a podcast or how to start YouTube or the guide to be a Twitch streamer. I will I will definitely do that if you guys recommend something. I'll try to get somebody on for that. Um, however, right now I'm focusing on true crime. Um, I'm going to try every single episode to talk about the um, news going on in the world at the moment. However, I am recording this a little bit before I'm posting it, so I'm not going to cover that today because I'm still getting the use. I'm still getting the hang of this and. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to stutter over a lot of words, So, and I've already done that twice, um, so I apologize for that. I also say so a lot. I nearly just said it again. Um, I'm sorry about that, if that annoys you a bit. Um, I'm also reading directly from my blog. Not directly, I'm going to paraphrase some things. Um, but I figured that a lot of people don't have the time to sit down, especially with the school year coming up. Um, people don't have time to sit down and read a blog post. They'd rather put a podcast in the background or a YouTube video in the background and listen to that. So I'm going to please both audiences that like to sit down and listen to a podcast or read a blog. Um, so with every single theory or every single 
case, it feels like there's always theories behind it. So that's exactly what this case is focusing on. This disappearance of the Roanoke colony is focused on theories. Um, And in this, I have five theories. They're ranging from the most believable to the absolutely outlandish theory that you can think of. Um, So that's the order it goes in. First, I'm going to explain a little bit about the Roanoke colony and how they disappeared. Um, If you don't know what the Roanoke colony is, uh, I'm going to explain it the best I can. It is basically a group of 120 people who approximately 120 people who decided that they were going to quote-unquote immigrate from England to Roanoke Island, um, which is what is now off the coast of North Carolina. And when their uh, governor went back to England to get some food, tools, and basically supplies. When he came back, they were gone, and there were was only one, two signs of where they could have gone, and I will explain that. Um, I'm also going to probably repeat some of the things that I just said to give you a little introduction about the Roanoke Colony. Um, so I have an overview of... the Roanoke Colony uh, from start from when they left England to when their governor came back and tried to search for them. Um, And then I'll go into the theories. So starting off, on May 8th, 1587, approximately 120 settlers left England and sailed to the Roanoke Island off the coast of what is now North Carolina, arriving sometime in July 1587. The governor of the new 1587 Roanoke settlement was John White. He was an explorer and artist. There were a few attacks from a local Native American tribe within the first month, and then the colonists reportedly were desperately asking John White to return to England to retrieve more supplies for them, such as food, tools, and more people. So he did exactly that on August 25th, 1587, just a month after arriving. White sailed back to England to gather supplies, leaving behind 115 colonists. They consisted of 87 men, 17 women, and 11 children, including his own daughter, Eleanor White Dare, who had just given birth to a daughter and White's granddaughter, Virginia Dare, which happened to be the first baby born in North America to English parents. Unfortunately, his timing was very poor. England was on the verge of going to war with Spain. He was unable to return to Roanoke for some time. It wasn't until August of 1590, three years later, that he would finally be able to make his way back to the island and to his bewilderment 
When White arrived, he found that the entire colony had vanished without a trace. The only clue left behind was the word Croatoan, carved into a fence post, and Crow carved into a tree. For me, Sorry, there was a bee trying to fly into the window and kept hitting it. Um, For me, it is quite believable that they would have probably disappeared within that time. And here's why I think that. Because it wasn't until three years later that he was able to return. I would suppose that when they were desperate enough to ask him to go back and get some supplies and food and tools, um, that they were expecting him to be gone at most a year. Because you can suspect that it probably took six months to get there, six months back. Most At most, you expect him to get or be gone for a year however he was gone for three so for me because they were asking that it's no surprise that they would have left searching for a better place to resettle because of things that I'll mention later um But I'm just a little surprised that he was surprised that they vanished without a trace. I, they did leave clues. However, he didn't try, in my opinion, he didn't try hard enough to find them. Which I'll mention right now. White then reportedly made two attempts to sail south about 50 miles to a nearby Croatoan island, now known as the Horat. I just stuttered so bad there. Hatterad, I believe it's pronounced island, to search for the colonists. However, according to White, both trips were foiled by storms, and he was forced to turn back each time. Unfortunately, the boat White was using was privately owned, so he was unable to try and look for a third time. He then returned to Europe and moved to Ireland. Did I just say Ireland? Ireland, where he passed away, never knowing what became of his family. To this day, nobody knows for certain the fate of the lost colony of Roanoke. Even more chilling, despite 115 people disappearing, no bodies or signs of any mass grave have ever been found, and historians have theorized on the lost colony in the hundreds of years that have passed, and plenty of people have pointed out supernatural causes. However, none of them have been able to provide any conclusive evidence to their theories. So yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) Um, I don't know. It's a lot of people, as I said, this these theories that I'm going to go through, there's five theories, most believable to most outlandish theory. Um, have pointed the supernatural causes. However, I don't believe any of the supernatural causes. The chances of them actually happening are so low that it's just like, 
should I even believe it? I mean, so the first two theories are the ones that I believe the most. The third, I believe a little bit less. And then the last two, I just don't believe. But because they are theories, they're important to include. These are the only five theories that I have found. There may be more. There most likely are more. Um, But these are the most popular that I found. So we're going to go into the first theory, which I believe probably the most if not this one the most then it's going to be the second one that i believe the most um and that is that the settlers were murdered by a local native american tribe uh this one if you read or or if you heard earlier me mentioning that there were a couple um attacks from a local native american tribe um, so it's, this one's a little bit more believable because of that. There had been a previous attempt made by the English to colonize Roanoke Island a few years before, between 1587 and 1586, but they soon returned to England after their attacks from some of the Native Americans they encountered, as well as a food shortage. The governor of the first Roanoke colony, Ralph Lane, was not known for his diplomacy with the Native Americans. Lane would also go on to kill the king of the local tribe, Wingana, Wingina. I don't, I'm probably mispronouncing that, and I'm sorry, in an attempt to prevent the natives from rising up against the colonists. This prompted Sir Francis Drake to come rescue the colonists and bring them back to England. That's when a different set of English colonists would return about a year later in 1587, and they vanished. That's the Roanoke colony. Though, as I mentioned before, no mass graves or any large-scale number of bodies have ever been found that might support this idea that over 100 people had been murdered, It's probable that if they were attacked several times, again, they did ask White to go back to England and get supplies and tools because they were running low on that. Therefore, it's probable that after several attacks from the local Native American tribe that they were just so weak that there was no way that they could de- to defend themselves but even then they probably would have just killed the men because of i don't know how common this is or how common it was but they were more likely to just kill the men and then take the women and children and incorporate them into the tribe so it's more probable that maybe 87 men were killed and then the women and children were taken into the tribe however there still would be bodies of that um i don't know unless this tribe did something with the bodies it's This is the most likely, however, there's, in every single one of these theories, there's always that one thing that's like, 
yes, this could have happened, but that doesn't make, like, that doesn't explain why there were no bodies. Or any graves at all. Then there's the second theory that also involved a Native American tribe. Um, and that is that the English settlers joined a friendly nearby Native American tribe and assimilated with them. I believe that's how it's said. Um, there was one Native American ambassador named Manteo. I'm going to call him Manteo. It may be Monteo. Um, who traveled to England in 1584, but also made a second year-long trip after that between the two Roanoke expeditions. In fact, he sailed back to Roanoke with John White and the new colonists in 1587. He spent months, they spent months together on the journey across the Atlantic. Furthermore, after Manteo or Monteo, was baptized upon his return to Roanoke. John White declared Manteo to be the chief of the Roanoke and Croatoan tribes, whom the English called the Croatan. I'm going to call them the Croatoan. However, Manteo was only from the Croatoan tribe, not the Roanoke tribe. He couldn't control them, so he ended up going back to the Croatoan island with his people, possibly returning at some point to the Roanoke, to Roanoke, to take the colonists with him to the Croatoan island. In 1888, 54 Croatoan Native Americans petitioned Congress for aid describing themselves as the remnant of White's lost colony. A few months later, the directors of the Ethnological Bureau responded writing, It was thought that the traces of white blood could be discovered among the Indians, some among they having great eyes. It is probable that the greater number of the colonists were killed, but is quite in keeping with Indian usages that a great greater number or less number especially women and children should have been made captive and subsequently incorporated into the tribe in 2015 archaeologists found a series of objects of european origin on the hatteras island where the Croatoan tribe resided this included broken bowls from England, a hilt of a iron rapier sword, and the writing tablet made of slate that may have still had the letter M on it, and egglets. The sword is a type used in England in the 16th century, and the hilt would have belonged to an Englishman of high standing. The writing tablet would have been used by educated upper-class Europeans, and the egglets are small copper tubes used before the 17th century to secure wool fibers. Therefore, these findings would seem to point to the presence of the colonists of roughly the same time period in the class as the people of Roanoke. However, most of the European finds on the Hatteras Island were among other objects that date back to the 17th century, about 100 years after the disappearance of the Roanoke colony. Last but not least, this theory could explain the carving Croatoan 
that the settlers left perhaps as a clue to the whereabouts. With this theory, a lot of people say because of the items or the objects that date back to the 17th century, which was 100 years after the 16th century, suggest that this isn't where they went. However, for you to say that, well, here's all of these 16th century items, but they're also accompanied by the 17th century items, so there's no way, is kind of mind-boggling to me. Because there are a lot of things to explain why those may have been there, however, it's very probable that they did go there, considering the Croatoan was carved into the fence post. So, for you to say, well, the 17th century items just dismiss everything for the 16th century items, it's... And like I said, Manteo... Monteo did go to England several times, two times, and he could have brought things back with him. It's also probable that he could have, because he was very close acquaintances with the Roanoke tribe, it is possible that they gave him gifts for his travels back. Um, which that writing tablet made of slate that I mentioned did have the letter M on it, so it's possible that maybe it was his. Um, it's just a thought. Um, I don't know, this one is kind of more believable, just a tiny bit more believable than the first one for me because of the... Native Americans from the Croatoan tribe did petition Congress and they said that they were the remnants of White's Lost Colony. So, I mean, it never said if they got the aid or not. It's just they gave a response saying that it's thought that the traces of white blood could be discovered among the Indians. So they think that it's possible that the women and children could have been made captive and subsequently incorporated into the tribe. I don't know because Manteo, Monteo. Because he was friends or acquaintances with the tribe, I don't know how that, or not the tribe, the colony, I don't know how that would have interfered with him being the chief of the Croatoan tribe and wanting to bring them there. I don't know if they would have killed the men. It's 
they could have or they could have not because they know that they're friendly I don't know just thinking about it like it's a believable theory and it most likely did happen um but we're just gonna move on to the third one because I have nothing else to say about (laughs) those two so the third theory is that the lost colonists did not move to the Croatoan island but instead moved inland if you will recall John White the governor of Roanoke he was also an artist he also he he was also a part of the original failed Roanoke expedition and between 1587 87 85 and 1593 he created a detailed watercolor maps titled La Virginie Pales I believe so is pronounced um and i believe that's french it looks like french um <laughs> and that showed the north carolina coast and included both roanoke and the crotoan island which were colored in red the cartography of the map is thought to be extremely accurate, described by museum experts as the most careful, detailed piece of cartography for any part of North America to be made in the 16th century. And when compared to modern satellite imagery of the same area, the only difference in the map are the naturally changing shapes of the coastline. At a glance, it seems nothing more than a map but upon closer inspection this map was revealed to perhaps hide secrets that seem straight out of the film national treasure in 2012 a nonprofit organization called the first colony foundation requested that the british museum re-examine two small patches on the map using patches to cover up damage or mistakes was a common technique in the 16th century map making because maps took so much time that so much time and work that to create a new map and starting over was just not a viable option so they used x-ray spectro I took forensic science and I still can't say this word x-ray spectro spectroscopy infrared light and other imaging techniques that word is so hard to get out (laughs) the british museum was able to determine that the smaller patches were covering up four point star outlines in blue and filled in with red according to the british museum while the detailed interpretation of these symbols is beyond the scope of this study, it is best left and is best left to experts in the field. It seems certain to re- represent a fort or fortification. In other words, the star may show the location of a fort inland of Roanoke Island on the western side of the Alberley. Al- On the western side of the Al 
Bermele sound. That is the closest you're gonna get to me pronouncing that right. Um, where the colonists could have resettled. Further adding to the mystery, when examined closely, it was discovered that there is actually light markings of this possible fort on top of the Patras Well. The British Museum report posits the markings faded over time, but also proposes one other possible, if rather romantic, explanation is that these lines could reflect the use of invisible ink. An ink that would be an ink that would only be revealed when treated in some way, usually applying heat which is demonstrated in the film National Treasure. These invisible markings could be accomplished by using milk or lemon juice. If this fort was indeed intended to be hidden, the huge question is why the secrecy? Some speculate White could have wanted to hide the colony's location from the English court, which may have contained spies. Whatever the markings indicate, they believe this evidence supports the the idea that settlers could have left Roanoke Island for this inland location. Interestingly, John White himself reportedly made an oblique reference to a location 50 miles inland from Roanoke Island from his account on what happened when he returned. Excavations of this site turned up evidence of Europeans, including Surrey Hampshire or Hampshire, Borderware, a type of ceramics that was discontinued after Jamestown in 1624, and eglets, as I mentioned before, copper tubes used before the 17th century to secure wool fibers. This is, be- this is the best indication of tying the location to the Roanoke colonists, though these items can't without a doubt be dated to the same exact time frame. Even if it is eventually confirmed that the colonists moved inland or to the Crotone Island, many possible unanswered questions remain, such as why did they leave Roanoke Island and what happened to them afterwards. Since there is no definitive ev- Since there is no definitive existence of any of the 115 lost colonists that was documented after August 25th, 1587, these questions have led some to believe natural or supernatural causes. So we're moving on into the supernatural causes, which for me are less believable um less believable they're just not believable to me it's not that i don't believe that these things could have happened in a certain or certain 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 circumstances (laughs) it's just that there's three other theories before it that are more probable much more probable than this so the fourth theory um includes something that i feel like every single conspiracy theory of a disappearance involves and that is that the colonist's disappearance was a instance of mass abduction by aliens and it's not that i don't believe that aliens could exist it's it's the 
fact that this is included in this one too. Um, don't get me wrong. I believe aliens exist. I mean, how could we sit here and say that they don't? We live on Earth. Why can't we say that aliens could live on Mars or something like that? It's the chances of the moon er, existing are very high. However, to say that they were mass abducted by aliens, I don't know. It's just let's just continue some believe that aliens could explain why the colonists bodies were never found if croton was in fact a clue to where they were going then why didn't the colonists offer up any other substantial clues such as a note or a map perhaps it's because they left the island in haste and not on their own volition i mean and whilst they were going Whilst we're going off the deep end, I'm gonna end this theory with one last point that some made. What if the hidden symbol on the map is not in fact a fort, <laughs> but rather a craft to signify a landing spot? Obviously, if this were true, it would absolutely be hidden, but the chances of that happening and that being just don't i don't believe it (laughs) i mean it's like granted yes granted yes this the aliens theory would always be there yes there is more things there isn't anything that they didn't provide that says well this this may be why this didn't happen like any other ones because it's the it's one of an outlandish theory it's an outlandish theory let's be honest um because they can't provide anything to say this isn't why this is why this couldn't have happened it seems like it would be more believable to some people and that's probably why a lot of people believe this because it's like true there's no reason why this can't be true like the other ones so why wouldn't this be true um (laughs) however like i said there's five theories not four the aliens theory was the fourth and there's a fifth um if you think that the mass abductions by aliens is outlandish um i don't want you to tune out on this next one um don't worry uh the first part of it is way less believable than the second part of it um the second part of it i believe it is possible the first part of it i don't believe it is possible um (laughs) but I found the theory, so I was going to put it on. Um, the fifth and final theory. (laughs) I just don't want to read this out because it makes it so weird. The fifth and final theory is that the lost colony of Roanoke disappeared due to a zombie plague. (laughs) 
Now, <laughs> you may be thinking, why should I continue listening to this? Because there's a second part to this theory, and it is ten times more believable than the zombie plague theory. Um, so this fifth theory <laughs> is two parts. One person who is from this one research society that probably 99.9% of the population didn't know existed. And then there is a second part that involves Harvard. Um, or not Harvard themselves, but a Harvard archaeologist, I believe it was. Or researcher, something like that. Um, so basically the zombie plague... The person who came up with this one is a researcher named Andre Freeman. And not shockingly, he is from the Zombie Research Society that believes zombies would explain the swift disappearance. Now, I don't know about you, but I didn't know that a zombie research society existed. Um, but then again, there's a lot of research societies out there that none of us know exist. So, to say that the zombie research society couldn't have existed um, wouldn't make sense. Um, but anyway, he, he said, a sudden undead plague sweeping through the unprepared colony would quickly become horrific, violent feasts, leaving not a single man, woman, or child alive. Roanoke was, after all, an island, so it would have conceivably contained the infection to, to the confines of the shoreline. Now, I know some of y'all are tuning out. Don't. Because this next one is about a Harvard archaeologist. This is the same theory, however, it's the second part of it because it's it's very much related to the zombie plague, however, it's, it's more re- it's more realistic. And I and I know you're thinking, how could it be connected to the zombie plague however it's more realistic and more believable um that's because it (laughs) a harvard archaeologist called lawrence or named not called lawrence stagger claims he actually discovered evidence that would suggest mass cannibalism on roanoke see how it's connected cannibalism zombie plague (laughs) maybe it's not connected to me it is um granted Roanoke was experiencing the most extreme drought in the area in 800 years so some would say that this evidence (laughs) points to the fact that the colonists turned to plain old cannibalism rather than the walking dead um however I never found this evidence that he was talking about um I researched it. Um, I don't know if I wasn't... I I just wasn't looking in the right place. However, uh, he claims that he discovered this evidence. However, he's never... I don't think he's ever said what this evidence is. And... I don't know if he plans on doing that. But it would definitely help. Because... 
as cannibalism is a little bit believable, way more than the zombie plague theory, um, (laughs) it's only believable because they were going through a drought and there was a food shortage. So given those two, it's more believable considering, like, if you get hungry enough, would you eat a person? Say that they're, uh, any way that (laughs) I think, if I was hungry enough, would I eat a person if I had to? Um, my answer still would be no. No, I, I, I'd rather die than eat a person. Just my opinion. But then again, until you're in the situation, your answer doesn't really signify anything. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the last. That's the last theory. Um, <laughs> in the end, the mystery of the Roanoke Colony uh, continues to baffle people questions of did they simply relocate perhaps joining a neighboring tribe or were they killed due to the the tensions with the locals or does the answer simply lie behind beyond our comprehension the true fate of the legendary lost colony of Roanoke remains unsolved and seems to remain unsolved for the foreseeable future um leave your comment leave a comment or If you're on something that you're able to leave a comment, um, what do you think happened? Do you think that it was a zombie plague? Or do you think that they could have joined the Croton tribe? Um, (laughs) thanks for listening. If you came this far, I really hope (laughs) that you enjoyed this. Um, and I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.